Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Good morning. Let the hot takes begin. Keyshawn, J. Will, Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. J. Will be joining us a little bit later on in the show as an NBA countdown and all the whole ESPN NBA crew out in Phoenix. Game two tonight with the Clippers of the Western Conference Finals. We'll get his take on that and everything else. But in the meantime, Key. Yo, what up? But we're in this business, right, where it's, you know, we got takes. We got stuff we need to say. We think about what we see and, and we put it out there in the world. And there are some times where things are said and you go like, what? And Sometimes. <laughs> I, I need to because again because of the you know where you're from and you being a Laker guy and you and I both how we feel about Stephen A. But yesterday on first take, he said that like again Devin Booker had a great game one. Yeah, I mean I I've always been a fan. People came at me when I put him number one on my top five under twenty five. Like I felt like he was. You know, he, he Luca, like, you could put them side by side, but I just thought the world doesn't know enough about Devin Booker. Yeah. And now we're learning about Devin Booker, right? Yeah. But then now we get a little crazy because we, it's like we go from we don't know much about him to now we just take it to the extreme. Okay. So take a listen to what Stephen A. said. In a comparison, which we do in basketball, about Devin Booker and what he feels about what he sees in Devin Booker right now. Devin Booker is the next Kobe Bryant. Yep, yep. I'm saying it on national to Devin Booker said it. is the yes. next yeah. Kobe Bryant. Yeah. It okay. is official. His first playoff, his first playoff appearance, and the brother's a number one option, averaging over 28, dropped 40 in a triple-double in the first game of the conference finals. <laughs> this And just the way he plays, he's an assassin. And guess what? This Clippers team, you need Kawhi back to knock that kid off. So that's Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. <laughs> Your thoughts? Because that's one of those where I heard it and I'm like, uh, I mean, I don't know if I'm going there. I, I mean, mean, I mean, <laughs> come on. Stephen A is, is I, I, I kind of get what he's saying. You do? Yeah, I kind of get what he's saying about He's going to be hard to push aside. He has a certain mentality, a certain style that he plays with, and his grace reminds you of some Kobe Bryant taking over games when he's the long ranger, sort of. I mean, killer instinct kind killer of guy. Instinct. You mean like that stuff? I, I, I get that part of it. But there's, when you say Kobe, though, you're it's a whole – like. But, but okay. It's so, Kobe's box office. Kobe's got that look. There's a whole bunch of that – Booker's a well. If you packaging all that up, but he's got a long way to talk, go. When you say Kobe, you don't just say like, "Well, you know, he's a great score." I mean, yeah, no, Kobe, there's more to great, it than great, just that. See, as great as Kobe was, I don't know if Kobe would have stayed in what the hell was it, New Orleans or what? Charlotte. Charlotte was the team that Charlotte drafted. Would he? Would he have elevated? to the Mamba in Charlotte the way he would have, the way he did in L.A. Not meaning like could... You saying the market made him? Well, when you in L.A. versus Charlotte, that's a whole nother world, right? Yeah. I mean, L.A., New York would is perfect for Kobe Bryant. There's no question about it. But in Charlotte, you kind of get pushed down, right? I mean, you just go down. No matter how great 
a player is, could you, you get could lost you win? in the shuffle? You get lost in that okay. that whole Charlotte market place. Well, that, look at I mean, if you want to go with again mentality, score, and all that stuff, that's Dame Lillard. It's the same kind of thing. If you get if you want to, if you're trying so, to make the Kobe comparison, and it's a basketball one only, because I think. And that's what I'm well, surprised. I think, I really, I think I'm Stephen surprised A. I'm, Steve, I'm, Steve, I'm surprised. I think you. Stephen A. is only talking about basketball because it's hard as hell to reach you need Kobe to specify Bryant's. That? It's hard as hell to reach Kobe Bryant's status. A but quarter of it. Kobe came in the. He walked a quarter in the, of it. But, but Keith, he walked in the league already with something. Charisma, box off. There was something about Kobe when he got well, his in the league. First, and his remember, first, he wasn't very good. His first his game was first year. First, first two years, they didn't even want. You know, veteran players like, man, what are y'all doing? Yeah, I understand. It was forced. They didn't like that. But I'm not and talking about his he ability. Took control yeah. of the entire situation. And he walked in it as supreme second to none. There's no question about it. But he had something about it. Like, you always yeah, talked yeah. about no, that some, look. No, he had something you about always, it. That's why I'm surprised no, you his, right his belief, all of those sort of things, there's no question that he had all that. His mentality was always, as I tell people all the time, he taught me how to sign my signature. What? Oh, you don't know the story. Sign your signature. Yeah, how to oh, do my autograph. You don't know the story. I so, don't. So me and Kobe was flying together. Now, when is this? Our rookie years. Because uh, we both came into yeah, the 96, leagues in 96. Yeah. And I'm on the plane. We're on the plane together. And we're signing. Uh, he's signing basketballs and pitchers, and I'm signing footballs and pitchers. And it's not very many. It may be. You're at an event? No, we're flying to Oregon. Oh, you're doing it in? in on the plane. Oh, okay. We're doing it on the plane was... before we land. And so, I'm writing Keyshawn Johnson, number 19. <laughs> Keyshawn already long. Johnson even yeah. longer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm sitting over and I'm signing them, Alan. And I'm like, I look up. He done got up, went to get something to drink. He done. I'm like, damn, man, what you do? And then in his voice, he like, man, what you, you, uh, you take it too long. Let me show you. So he takes thing and he just writes Kobe eight. And I'm like, oh, damn. Uh, okay. <laughs> so whatever Keyshawn Johnson was, it was like 20 of them. The rest was Keyshawn, <laughs> right? Just Keyshawn. Because he said to me, he goes, man, they know you by your name. Keyshawn, ain't no other Keyshawn Johnson. Well, that's just like there's no other Kobe Bryant. Right, right. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, this dude going to be all right. So now those Keyshawn Johnson footballs are probably extremely valuable because there's no other. But but you could tell he had all of that yeah. sort of stuff. Now, again, Devin Booker has this swag about him. I mean, again, on the court, watch him and all that stuff. But but the fact that there's Kobe a lot played, more that but, comes with yeah, Kobe that, the fact that I don't Kobe think Booker put, is The that. fact that Kobe played in L.A. pulls a lot of the other stuff out. All right. Devin Booker as a basketball player, he's got some stuff. Okay, well, he does. And, and he's got a long ways to reach Kobe Bryant's status because five championship rings, you know, just the whole – it's just a lot. It's a lot when you compare one of the all-time greats to somebody that's just scratching the surface. And, I, and that's why I hate when people actually do stuff like that because that pressure it mounts on that individual. Not not necessarily that individual is is – Soaking up the pressure, but the pressure from the outside mm-hmm. starts to take shape, and people start to say, "Well, like you're like you doing right now, like Kobe Bryant, are you crazy? You know, now Devin Booker scores 18 points tonight. Right. People are gonna be like Kobe, which, which, which by the way, 
Kobe has had playoff games where he's just had 18, where he's had a poor shooting. Like, it'll happen, but because you bring this up, and I just feel like this is that typical, we do this. And again, this is it's all love for Stephen A. We'll talk to him later in the show because, you know, this is what we do. So I don't have a problem with it. It's more of like it just becomes a conversation. I, the minute I heard him say it, I'm like, I got to ask you about this because you obviously have that very like close him. connection to Kobe. I, I, I like Devin Booker and stuff I like do that. I do too. But it's, it's hard to start to compare him to Kobe Bryant. It's like it's hard to compare first couple years that Kobe started to really cook and it became Remember, oh, Kobe, Kobe is like Jordan. Kobe's like Jordan. Well, it's right. like, well, wait a minute, hold on, man. I, I see some of the stuff, but slow it down a little see, bit. See, but again, like, no, it's just, it was the same thing, Alan. It and was, but it wasn't. You saw it, though. No. You saw it. You watched the way he moved, it. and you said, yeah, but he's really see, like Jordan. You see some of his basketball stuff in Devin Booker. You see some of Kobe Bryant's basketball stuff in Devin Booker. Mid-post. Mid-post turnaround mm-hmm. at the elbow. Like, you can see some of that. There's no question about it. Yeah. His ability to, to pass up a shot and pass the ball. You can see some of it. And it's the same thing with Jordan. It was like, yeah, we get it, but this is the same dude that airballed in Utah. Y'all need to slow down. <laughs> and, and then eventually it took off and you was like, damn. And so this may happen. It, this may happen for Devin Booker. But again, it's Phoenix. It's not L.A. It's not New York. It's not Chicago. So much like you said, Alan, everything else that comes with it. The box office part. It becomes harder to do in those type of markets opposed to being in a bigger market. And you can't have one without the other. You can't have this great player in a small market and then compare him overall to somebody like Kobe Bryant. It just, you can't do it it because he won't get the same sort of, uh, not attention, but the same snack, crackle, pop Mm -hmm. that you get that Kobe got in L.A. unless Devin Booker is in L.A. or New York or something like that. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. If you agree or disagree with Stephen A., that was Straight Talk, by Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. Coming up, Key, some history in the NFL was made yesterday. It really shouldn't be history, but it might be the beginning of something that the league and all of sports can start to embrace. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus. Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C, ebikes.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. Jay's going to join us a little bit later on in the show. 
And Kia, as, as I you love know, seeing D lineman get picks. June, some of the funniest things ever. <laughs> what is it? Rumbling, bubbling, stumbling. Well, no, they just get a pick, and they work so hard to yeah. get a sack or or a forced fumble or a, a, a yeah. tackle behind the line of scrimmage, and then they just get a gift. Like the quarterback, a lot of the times is so bad that <laughs> it, seriously. Like if or the a D ball's lineman, tipped, if a D tipped. lineman gets a pick, man, it's like man, no, no, no. On. Sometimes it's no, tipped he, up in the air. No, and he it dropped just, in coverage. Well, that's like, different. Yeah, yeah dropping like, in coverage. Did you not see him right <laughs> in front of your he's eyes? He's only six six two eighty. <laughs> you didn't see him. And then when they catch it, they like, oh, I got it. <laughs> and then the running part is the funny part, right? Seeing that, but as you know, it's Pride Month and. And something happened yesterday that is again it's history for for sports, uh, and that's Carl Nassib of the Las Vegas Raiders, who went to social media to make an announcement that he is gay. A 28 year old uh, defensive end um, posted this on on his social media accounts, and it became you know a very big story uh, for the NFL and for sports. So let's take a listen. Carl Massive, I'm at my house here in Westchester, Pennsylvania. Just want to take a quick moment to say that I'm gay. I've been meaning to do this for a while now, but I finally feel comfortable enough to get it off my chest. Um, I really have the best life. I got the best family, friends, and job a guy could ask for. Um, I'm a pretty private person, so I hope you guys know that I'm really not doing this for attention. Um, I just think that representation and visibility are so important. Um, I actually hope that like one day Videos like this and the whole coming out process are just not necessary. Um, but until then, you know, I'm going to do my best and do my part to cultivate a culture that's accepting, that's compassionate. And I'm going to start by donating $100,000 to the Trevor Project. They're an incredible organization. They're the number one suicide prevention service for LGBTQ youth in America. And they're truly doing incredible things. And I'm very excited to be a part of it, to help in any way that I can. And I'm really pumped to see what the future holds. Your reaction to this, to this, be, you know, him becoming now the first active player in the NFL to come out, and um, you know, again at 28, very young, still early in his career, former third round pick, just signed a, a big contract with the Raiders, and you know, people are going to talk about courage and everything else. I think for him, it was probably relief to do this, and the response around the NFL was was encouraging, was all positive, encouraging responses. Roger Goodell put out a statement saying we share this hope that someday soon statements like this will no longer be newsworthy. I think a lot of people were saying that, that this shouldn't we, – we should reach a point in, in the world, in our lives, where this, this is not something that would make news. Uh, and, and, I, and I think we will reach a point. You say how I feel. I'm, I'm, I don't feel anything. I'm like – Okay. Like, right? right? I'm yeah. like, I, because I don't have any issues. So, for me, I'm like – that's what's up. Like, okay, cool. Now, you ready to go to practice and play football? Right. Like, can you be good now? <laughs> like, like, are you going to help I, us win? It's not, it's not whether or not can he be good. He's on a 53-man roster making millions of dollars. Yeah. So that clearly tells me he's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so uh, uh, good enough to be part of the 53 and make the type of money that he makes. It, it's for, for The way that I look at it, I'm happy for him and his family. In his mindset, I'm happy for all of those things. But much like Carl said, there's going to be a point in time. I know he hopes, but there is going to be a point in time. The hope part is going to be over where 
you're not going to have to worry about somebody announcing. It's just going to be normal. It's like it's it a is normal. Everything in life that we've gone through is a normal thing. You go all the way back to Rosa Parks. We used to be in the back of the bus all day long because we couldn't sit in the front. But guess what? She changed all that because she decided that no more. That we're not dealing with this no more. That's did it. That's that's just not happening anymore. So the point is, is that you know, it's, once things, I guess it becomes. I mean, again, to say when it becomes normal is not the word here. No, it, it, it's it, not that it's not normal. It's that it's something that it's not. We have never was, seen. We have never seen not, an athlete come it out. It was as not current. normal in team sport from a male standpoint. Right. In team sport. Right. Jason not, Collins was, you know, in the NBA. That in, was a couple of years ago. And, and that, you know, that, and there was Michael Sam who was drafted but never played in the NFL. Wasn't ever really active. Right. So this is, this is somebody who's an important part of your team in Carl Nassib. He's an important part of what the Raiders yeah. want to do on the defensive side of the ball. So because of that, people look at it like, oh, my God. What are they going to do? What are the players in the locker room going to say? What? Nothing. Get your damn helmet, man, and come on out of here. Let's play some football. Mm-hmm. That's what they're going to say. And if you say anything to my teammate, I'm going to punch you in the face. So you're saying, like, in a game, because you know how it is. I mean, you've been there in the in the you know the field of battle where you're anything goes a lot of times with the trash talking and everything. I want to get under your skin. I want to bother you. You're saying that if somebody goes there. Oh, yeah, it's going to be a problem. Yeah, it's going to be a problem. A hundred percent. If somebody else says that I don't know what I'm talking about, then they some damn fools. It's going to be a problem on both teams, meaning that he's on my team and I'm on the Raiders, and if you say something to my teammate, I'm going to have an issue with you. And the opposing team, if you say something derogatory to him, I'm going to have a problem with you as my teammate because more Likely than not, that player on that opposing team isn't going to stand for your behavior. That's the reality of it. I promise you. There's a heightened awareness of it. And, and that's, look, yeah, because that's important, it, it, too. Nobody, that's an important no, part of this as well. is, Nobody is caught up. Man, this is 2022. I done fast-forwarded six months. We live in six months ahead, man. This is not 1948. Get out of the woods and out of the big black trucks with the flags. Stop it. <laughs> That's not where we're at anymore. It's not. 100% true. It's so not. Yeah. And so, for again, for, for NASA, it's, it's it's a story. But as you've seen in a lot of the statements, let's get to a point in life where these are no longer breaking news stories. But it is still significant because current player in the NFL coming out, that's a big story, and it happened yesterday. All right, coming up, is anyone in the NBA, is anyone in the NBA the next Kobe Bryant? Also, which NFL team – didn't want Tom Brady as their next quarterback. All of that is next. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 
For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. J. Will will join us in the 7 o'clock hour. He is in Phoenix. Wake up, Jay! Western Conference Finals. And you got game two tonight, so a busy day for J. Will and the crew. But still no CP, no Kawhi, and yes, Devin Booker. However, we had a 40-point triple-double in game one. And that led Stephen A. Smith to make the proclamation that he believes that Booker is the next Kobe Bryant. We discussed it earlier, and we asked you for your input. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. We begin, why not, in L.A. with Caleb. Caleb, what do you think? Um, I think it's easy to get caught up in the moment, but everybody always fails to mention that Kobe did it on both sides of the ball. He's tied for the most first-team all defenses, and he's tied for the second most all defenses overall. And also, uh, Booker just completed his age 24 season. By the time Kobe did that, he was already a five-time All-NBA player, a four-time All-Defensive player, a three-time champion, and then he did it for 13 more years. Stop, Caleb. Stop, man. (laughs) That's why it's not fair, though. (laughs) Caleb just rattled off some But he's right. I know, but it's Caleb's not wrong. He's right. That's why it's not right, though, because it's just – Three-time champion, all-star. He's already at 24 years old. Now, you could argue that he played on way better teams than Booker, whose teams were younger with the Suns. It was only this year they really emerged. Yes, last year in the bubble was his real, like, hey, everybody take notice. He played played on better teams, but those teams were better partly because of Kobe Bryant. Yeah, of course. So it's kind of – Yeah, no, I – It's just hard, That's why I feel it's It's not a a great comparison. Charles in New Jersey. Charles. Charlie. Yes, hello. What's hey. up, Charlie? Hey, Charles, how you doing, man? Yeah, what's up, fellas? So, um, I wanted to tell you guys that I love the show. But, hey, um, thank you. Yeah, now, as far as the blasphemy that came out of Stephen A. Smith's mouth, um, that was out of bounds, you know? The only player that should be compared to Kobe is uh, the guy that slaughtered the books, you know, during the last uh, series. There's no other guy that's uh, like Kobe. So you mean like Kevin? Kevin you mean Kevin Durant? Yes, Kevin Durant. Gotcha. Okay, thanks. I mean, mm. Kevin Durant got his own column. Yeah, I guess, it, right. Yeah, K- KD is not comparable to anybody. We've never he, seen anything like that. He got like his that. own owl, his own column. Yeah. Like his, his. Is I feel like we get crazy in this sport with the comparisons. We do. We 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 want so bad to find the next this guy. It's like Kareem. There's no Kareem was not the next anything, and there was no next Kareem. Would you say that? He was I, unique. I, I don't remember anything other than Kareem because before that I wasn't born. Well, so. <laughs> but but I'm saying when Kareem was was the best player in the league, yeah, nobody the said cat, he's the next Bill Russell. He's the ne- like he did because it's a different game. It's uh, well, every time you you move these generations along, it's always going to change. The game is going to change. That's a good point too. And, you you know, can't be the same guy that no. would played 20 years ago when it's a different game. How about Dwight? Dwight? Dwight Howard? Oh, hey, hey, hey! What's up? How you guys doing this morning? Good. How are you? Um, blessed, man. Thank you so much for having me on the show. I love it. First, happy Father's Day to you guys. Um, I want to give that up. to you. And props to Carl to see, man. That's a that's a good thing he just did. 
Um, when it comes to Devin Booker, 100 points, 81 points, 71 points. Put him in order. You know, he, he going to be all right, but he ain't there yet. But Keyshawn, What's please tell me. I'm a Bear fan. I was born in Chicago and raised in L.A. I met you in Orange County one time. Don't tell everybody. Tell me, is Jay Fields going to start <laughs> sooner or later? You know, I think it I think it serves them best to start him sooner, to be honest with you. I, I really do. I feel like if he goes into training camp and he's doing what they think he's capable of doing, that's why they moved up to get him, that, you know, it, 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 it makes all the sense in the world. I'm ready to start the process now with him sitting around waiting that does nothing because he's not – you're not dealing with a fragile player mentally. So, you know, some guys, some coaches believe that certain players need to be brought along slowly. I don't believe that. Like, I don't believe that RG3 should have been brought along slowly in Washington. RG3 got derailed because of injury. Mm-hmm. He got hurt. His ACL, he never became the same again. But I don't believe that RG3, if RG3 was healthy, he would have he would have wrecked shop in the league for quite some time. Now, you could argue, well, Justin Fields might get hurt. Well, that's part of football. But this whole notion of, well, you know, they're going up against the Rams and they're going to – and this team and that. Like, no, man, if the dude is ready and he's delivering a ball and he's showing me – that he's better than the guy behind me? Yeah, this is a training camp Man, thing. you don't put his ass in and stop playing games? Yeah, like, like you, but you said this all over and over again. It's also how your team feels about him, right? Absolutely. If, the, if, if you're just getting that vibe from the team, like this guy's ready and they feel good about him. The moment that it. Khalil Mack started putting his arms around his shoulders and kneeling down next to him <laughs> right. and talking to him, right. doing off time, uh, doing a, a break during training camp, I already know. I'm like, yeah, he's rocking with him. Yeah, it's like that whole thing. Like when they recognize he's a real one, that they'll they'll yeah they'll get they'll gravitate yeah. towards him. Yeah. Right, that's how it works. Absolutely. Take one more on Kobe. We'll keep these calls going throughout the show. Sean is in Missouri. Come on, Sean. I can't hear you, man. Mm. Sean, yeah. you got to speak are. up. Speak in the mic, man. Yeah, how's it going? Yeah, man. Uh, I feel the wake up. He is the next Kobe. Can you hear me? You think he is the next Kobe? I can't hear him. Yeah, I think Devin Booker is the next Kobe, man. They're going to win this ring, man. Devin Booker ought to read the game, man. That that young man is different. Then he got a, a Hall of Fame point guard next to him in CB3. CB3 is about to, like to me, is a LeBron type to where he can change the game. No matter what team you put CB3 on, they're going to the – they going they they get the competition for the, the NFL. They're in the competition for the uh, NBA Finals. Well – that's the problem, though, and thanks for the call, is that any team that CP3's been on, they've never gotten to a Western – I mean, they've gotten to a Western Finals once, right? And they've never gotten to a Finals. They so got – in Houston, got, they yeah, were – Houston, they Houston. were 3-1 up, three one, and then couldn't hold on. But, you know, he's, his addition, I think, has really helped Booker. But Booker was already on that rise. So now we've got to see how he plays tonight with no Kawhi, and this is a chance for them to really take a stranglehold of the series. Although the Clippers have been down 0-2. No, I think I, Every series, I honestly so. think that Booker cooking, and I don't think he's going to tail off. But it's hard for me to put him in the same category with Kobe. No, no, you can't. Just not, I, 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 that's why I, I, at the very beginning, when you were first like kind of like hemming and hawing about, it, I'm like, man, I thought you would just jump out of the gate. Like, no, no, and I wasn't no. hemming and hawing. I yeah, was you just were. no, I wasn't. I what I was doing was basically trying to understand where Stephen A. is coming from. Like where. Like, not living in the moment. I'm trying to 
see why he would say those sort of things. I'm processing it. Is when I move because like a, when I move you a, like a turtle, it's because I'm processing. <laughs> right, I get something. it. No, I That's get all. it. But it's just what I see is somebody that is definitely playing with a killer instinct. That on in game one looked untouchable, got wherever he wanted, and had that kind of that sniper's mentality, right? Well, Which first, is all the, the things that you see in Kobe. But there's so much well, more. Well, he did the same against the Lakers. Kobe. Though. He was still fire against the Lakers as well, though. No, no, he was. So he's, he's been, been great. Yeah, he's he's been, been great in the playoffs. It's been fun to see, but you know, there's a lot more to it. Did what Caleb was on with us a minute ago. He started just rattling things off by the age of 24. You got to go. That resume's pretty yeah, strong just, and, by and, 24. And, and, yeah, and I understand. <laughs> Kobe he, go, had and help he did it for another 13. Seasons. I understand that Booker doesn't have the diesel with him. I get all that, but Kobe was such an important part of those three of championships. Yeah. So it's yes, he's going to have some. He has some star power there along with it. But still, yeah, you know, yeah, I know, I know. It's it's a bit much, but still, it made for an and everything else, like you said, that goes with Kobe Bryant. Yeah, all the, like you like you call everything. it snap, crackle, pop. Like I yeah. like I, I just call it the aura. You know, if there's something Booker, more to it. I don't see Booker walking through the tunnel looking like Jordan from behind. Kobe walked through the tunnel. He walking like it's just different. Everything he's different. The way he talks, mannerisms. It's a different smell to it. That's he go back to the '98 All Star game. That was his third season. They went head to head, and the kid just looked at Jordan like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm you." Like, like it was unbelievable. Like the way he looked at him, and the way they, you know, like they. Of course, it was at MSG. Of course, it was. NBA Western (laughs) Conference Finals are not on MSG, but they're on ESPN Radio. Tune in tonight. For game two, that horn always makes me laugh. As the Suns host the Clippers, presented by Indeed, coverage begins at 8.30 p.m. Eastern on most ESPN radio stations. <laughs> if they don't make it to the Super Bowl, it's a big disappointment. And if you think about last year again because of COVID, it's really remarkable what they accomplished. The teams will approach you a little bit differently. You know, you're kind of the team everyone's watching now, so there's different degrees of expectation. You're more external noise. So, Key, what up? Tom Brady. Terrific Tom. I, I don't know. I'm kind of enjoying Tom Brady with the Bucks. He seems to say more things that are interesting, Absolutely. funny. Like, the way he was taking – like, he was really, like, needling you, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers on that call for the match. Like what is that. it, seven championships? Seven, right? It's seven now, yeah. yeah. Well, you got seven Super Bowl rings. You, you seven whatever you want. You right. So he's I'm on – counting. You know, I'm like, Yeah, right. Seven? We did run out, right. You just start uh, – whatever. How many is it? But he, so he's on HBO's The Shop, and he they were talking about him when he was a free agent. Remember, yeah, when he's a yeah. free agent, there was only really two teams or one team that wanted him, basically. No, San Fran wanted him, San Francisco wanted him, right? San Francisco wanted him, obviously Tampa. Yeah, and but then his there choices was weren't some, great. Like he, it wasn't like the whole league just like anybody. Like, well, it was check, never. It, it was never going to be the whole league. I kept telling people, including our Jeff Darlington. I'm like, man, the whole league does not want Tom Brady. There are a handful of teams that's ready to go that need Tom Brady. But then there's other teams that Tom Brady It wouldn't is, fit anyway, it right? Just it wouldn't have made work. sense. Like it just Well, there was work. one team apparently that he he was interested in and he revealed on the show uh w- that one team said no. He was snubbed basically. <laughs> okay. And so in in a clip on the show, he said you're sticking with that mother blanker? The who? <laughs> That's what he said. He said, you're sticking with that guy, basically. Oh, but he okay. used a very strong word that I can't use here. Um, who do you think that team would be that he couldn't believe that they, they stuck... picked that quarterback so, over yeah, him? He's like, you're sticking with that guy? 
Not you don't want me. You're sticking with him. Who? What team could that possibly be? So, now he was laughing when he said it, so not like he was mad about it. I but would kind of made a joke. Well, it. it's but yeah, kinda, it half truth in every joke, right? I bet you. Let me say. Okay, so the teams that I could think off the top of my head that the they conversation swirled around was San Francisco. Tampa you said, Bay. You said San Francisco did like they were. No, but I'm thinking of teams. I'm just thinking right, of the teams. Okay. San Francisco, Tampa, Tampa Bay, Rabel in Tennessee. He would have gone there. And I, th- I feel like the Raiders were. In, Ra- yeah, I, was, was I, Las I Vegas in there somewhere? I, they would have in New Orleans Saints. So you. So t- out of those five, okay, I think San Francisco probably would have taken him if he would have really just pushed it. I think San Francisco would have swapped out Jimmy G if he would, if if Tom would have pushed it, but I don't know that Tom pushed it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It was kind of like, yeah, I'm interested. Let's take a look. Yeah, whatever. I don't care. Okay. Like, so let's get them out of the way. Then the Raiders, he probably was like, nah, I'm cool. I don't. You don't think Derek Carr would be a guy he would say that? Like, you're, you're, no, I don't think so because the Raiders were the Raiders were not a Super Bowl ready team. The 49ers True. were. True. And if Tom was leaving New England to go to a Super Bowl-ready team, it wouldn't be the Raiders. So mm-hmm. let's push them out of right, the way. They're out. So now I'm left with New Orleans, Tennessee, mm-hmm. that's it. In Tampa, right? Tampa he signed with, so that that's over there. So now we're so New now Orleans we're down to New Orleans and Tennessee. So who's that guy? I would think. Now remember, Tannehill got a four-year, 118 million dollar extension after Tom Brady had spoken to them, though. It wasn't before. It was after. So I would think in New Orleans situation, they were waiting on Breeze. Sean Payton knew already Breeze was coming back. Even if there were interest, just in case Breeze woke up on the wrong side of the bed. But I don't ever think that Tom Brady would have gone to New Orleans. I just don't. I think it was a, well, we always want to check everything out just mm-hmm. in case. So I that would leave me. And, and based on how he said it, and because of the relationship with Vrabel, he could say that to Vrabel because they boys. And it could be like half-hearted when Vrabel was like, ah, man, you know, I, I think we just, you know, we're going to go this route. And he could, he could say that to him like, wait a minute, like you, are you serious right now? I, I, so I think it was Tennessee. You think it was Tennessee? I think it was you Tennessee. think it was about Tannehill? I think it was Tannehill. Because that's a Super Bowl-ready team to a degree. They've gone to the playoffs since Vrabel been there. They had Kansas City all the way down to the wire. So it's kind of like if they insert Tom in the lineup like Tampa Bay did, then maybe they become Tampa Bay. But you, you, know? Don't, but you don't think like it's it, because of the way – now we can't play the audio, it's HBO, but, but if <laughs> – the way he said it, jokingly, that, it's, and that it's means like that you can joke. Drew Brees, like, like no. that'd be, it's kind of a joke. Like, I don't you think with so. that guy, like, I guess, like almost like sarcastic. No, I mean, I guess it could be either one of them. Like just as a joke, like laughing about it. I guess it could be either one. Like, of I them. I don't blame you, you know, but I don't know. I guess it could be either one. Well, of all them. right, with that in mind, though, he does end up in Tampa. Yes, right, and they're basically running it back. Although that's not the line they wanted to use, but they brought the whole team back essentially i thought they said that at their championship uh celebration they didn't want to say run it back though they came up with something else oh they came up with it was, something yeah else. it wasn't okay. like you know we're not putting the band I back sworn he said we're signing all you well no he said that yeah yeah well, yeah we're doing that back. right uh, maybe I, all right as Point, he was drinking on something they were yeah right exactly. adult beverage but mike tannebaum was on with us yesterday and he said something kind of like in passing where you and i both sort of let it go 
but we definitely need to revisit. Okay. It has to do with Tom Brady and the Bucks and their expectations for this coming season. If they don't make it to the Super Bowl, it's a big disappointment. And if you think about last year, again, because of COVID, it's really remarkable what they accomplished. So to get everybody back, to have an off-season program, to be there with Byron Leftwich, to really understand the offense to a whole nother level, hopefully have all your stars back for a year that healthy. I think this is a team that's complete, and I expect them to be back in the Super Bowl. Back in the Super Bowl. I mean, he, he's, Mike has great points there. Everybody's back. Yeah. Including the coaches. Usually, when you win a Super Bowl, things start oh, to a lot of changes. Yeah, it's a lot of changes. Yeah. You know, coaches start getting hired at different positions and jobs, and you know, both coordinators. Better yet, all three coaches that make sense are back. Byron Leftwich, the head coach, and Ty Bowles right. who runs the defense. So you got that back. You have the addition of OJ Howard, the tight end who got hurt early in the year, so he's coming back along with a healthier Gronkowski who now is probably in better shape than he was when he came back a year later. Tom Brady. Healthy knee. Whatever. We didn't know about the knee. But whatever. We didn't know. No, but, we, but, but whatever, he man. Says, he says I'm not getting ready to. I'm not getting ready to throw yeast on his knee. Script. No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> Damn dude just won his seventh Super Bowl. I'm not about to be, oh, Tom, his knee. He could be even he's, faster. He's going to be even better in the pocket. No. He won his damn seventh Super Bowl. Yeah. He could do that without any knees. So, like, stop. <laughs> so, you get Tom back with yeah. a healthy knee. Yep. And defense back. AB comes components. back. To def- I mean, it's like, so it all makes sense. Super Bowls are part good and part luck. Sure. And they hit last year great timing. And, and what I mean by that is they caught a New Orleans team with no healthy receiver in Michael Thomas, right? Drew Brees had barbecue ribs, <laughs> dry rub. He was coming off of. Uh, I, I believe Alvin Kamara hey, was coming back off of something. I don't remember. I don't know if it was an injury or some COVID protocols or something like that. But he was coming back off of some things. So that never got right. It's hard to beat a team three times, let alone once. Then, who did they catch up? They caught Chicago first. Like yeah, seriously, exactly. Like that. Well, the biggest yeah. thing is is the Chiefs in the Super Bowl with a compromised offensive it, line. But, but then you catch Green Bay sleepwalking. Well, Aaron Green, Green Bay gave there. you the gave you the they game gave away. you the game away. Yeah. The defensive backs is falling asleep right. back there. Right. Defense tried to turn the ball over as many times as they could, but didn't work. Uh, so when you look at that, then you catch Kansas City in a perfect storm with no offensive line, and you just take advantage of them. You just basically. Did what you were supposed to do to them, but when everything you, fell right for but them. When to you win the Super look Bowl. at, but when you look at the NFC, I mean, who is the challenger? Well, the AFC every, seems every, to have more of more of the no, challengers than the NFC so. does. I don't think so. Who's your challenger in the NFC? Man, you Rams? got the whole NFC West. Everybody in the NFC West it's has a tough gotten division, better, which means they got to beat each other up. I understand that. I get that, but the NFC West. I agree. Right? Then you got the Cowboys. We'll see what they are. We don't know. I, I understand people don't want to give them. Mike T had that. a lot to say about him. We'll get to that later. I, I understand people don't want to give about them the credit because they've always kind of let people down, but they got a really good football team when they're healthy. And I think they got a better defensive coordinator in Dan Quinn. Mm-hmm. The Giants should be emerging and getting better. So you got that. I don't discount New Orleans because of Drew Brees gone. I think it had they maybe played Jameis Winston 
is if they had to play Jameis Winston instead of Drew Brees a year ago, they probably could have wound up in the same situation because Sean Payton isn't going to allow Drew Brees to throw the ball. I mean, uh, Jameis Winston, Winston to throw the ball 30 times to the other team. <laughs> they, he wasn't going to do that. Right. So they're going to be challenging. And then we don't know, we don't know what's going to happen in Green Bay or Minnesota. So I'm not just ready to say – they're going to go to the Super Bowl. Well, but they certainly are the set most up to stable, do that. The most stable. But we'll get more into this because Mike T did have something strong to say about the Cowboys certainly as well. But coming up, does Doc have the perfect medicine to cure Ben Simmons? We'll discuss that. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. You can hear the show live weekdays at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio, ESPN News, or wherever you stream your audio.